This is People Who Play, a show about the art of playful living. I'm Emma Warrillow, researcher, writer and part-time mermaid. And I'm Ben Martin, content creator and nostalgia junkie. Join us once a week as we discuss our playful approach to parenting, work and marriage. Plus, look out for extra guest episodes. We believe that fun should be part of the everyday and we are here to support any grown-ups who want to grow down and avoid the onset of serious-itis that kicks in in adulthood. Find me on Instagram at playful underscore den. And if you'd like more of my content, you can subscribe to my Patreon. Just search for my name, Emma Warrillow, and get access to exclusive podcasts, insights and updates. And for all your retro feels, find me on Instagram at BenFlyingRetro. We really do appreciate all your likes, subscribes, follows and shares. These digital high fives really mean a lot to us and help us to grow the show. Okay, let's get on with the episode. It's playtime. Hello and welcome to People Who Play, episode 40. It's me, Ben Flying Retro and Playful Den. Hello. Emma, this episode is like your age. 40 episodes. Feels like we've done more. Yeah, it does. Only 40. No wonder we haven't got sponsored. No, also because this show's a mess and I'm getting it together this week. Oh, okay. What, with like segments and... Yeah, we keep saying that we're going to do things and we're not doing them. It's like our real life. (laughs) Just... 2023 is all about self-love. Just be nice to yourself. Oh, I keep hearing you say that to women and it's really nice. Jeez, what sort of scenario is that? I'm just out chatting to women, telling them to just love yourself. Yeah, you know, when someone sort of says, oh, God, I look a mess. You're like, it's the year of self-love. I don't like to be around it. No. I don't like to be around negativity. It's odd, isn't it? That sort of impulse to say... Oh, look, estate, or, oh, excuse the house. I say this to you all the time. Why are lots of women so mean to themselves? You're you're terrible. It's patriarchy. Oh, look, it's like, God, that is exhausting. If I beat myself up like that, I would be a mess. But that's because of the invisible standards that women have to hold themselves up to all the time. They're they're invisible. You cannot see them. Like Wonder Wonder Woman's (laughs) ship. Yeah, but less fun. Yeah, shackles. Well, it's like, you know... In 2023, are we not getting closer to, like, getting rid of the shackles? I don't know. They've been... I think for sort of someone of my age um, who's sort of grown up through that whole Kate Moss, heroin chic, size zero, that was like the sort of backdrop to the formative years, the years when you're... Your ego is very fragile and you're building your identity and you're... Mine's not, it's raging. Oh, gosh, yours is solid as a rock. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of a lot of my generation are from that time. So we are in the process of releasing ourselves yeah. from all that BS. Yeah, you sound quite nasally. Why is that? <laughs> I don't want to give you another hang up. Well, a... we went to this party and I lost my voice. What, you got a cold? No, I just I think I was just shouting. Yeah, and you're a little bit jet lagged. Clang. Yeah. How did you get on last night without me? Not last night. I was there next to you. Last week, I 
went on a work trip and yeah. I've, I've made some observations. I'd like to bring them up on the podcast. You're too successful. What you're, do you mean? you're just so damn successful, jet setting out to, you know, these glamorous countries and places. Oh, that's the first tr- business trip I've done in years. We used to do them all the time. Mm, I did. Now, I've noticed that when I go away, you like me more. <laughs> well, you always say that. You've got a tear, fracture, repair? <laughs> <laughs> I may have got that wrong. Tear and repair. No, I think our relationship, I think, does well when we miss each other. Because what? Because we both work from home and we're flexi flex. We we spend too much time together. I think it's more about you appreciate someone when they're not there. Yeah. Well, I like it when you go away because I can run an extremely tight ship. Mm, control and, freak. Well, no, not control freak. But I don't have to like go around the house picking up all your stuff. Oh <laughs> or, you're so messy. That is. You are so messy. So the house is like spotless for I'm, the whole week. I'm a bit fed up for you saying I'm messy. <laughs> Well, there's nothing wrong. Like, aren't geniuses messy? I'm not a genius. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> no, but aren't free spirits messy? It's just some garbage that messy people say to make themselves feel better. I don't think it's true. I think you have impossibly high, tidy standards. And I think it is a symptom of how you're trying to control lots of things. Wow. Whereas I'm just like, go with the flow. Emma, a home does need to be controlled. It, do- it does need to have some it control. It does. It needs to have both. It needs to be a certain level of organisation, but you also be able- you have to be able to just let go and just be like, you know, kids live here, family lives here. You know that city, Chernobyl? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so they had the reactor leak. Yeah. And then everyone left and sort of nature has... Yeah, you can go there, I think. Yeah. You can like do a stag do there. Yeah. <laughs> so like nature reclaims. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so my mum, when we were younger, my mum was like, you know, this house doesn't run itself. You have to run a house. A house needs to run. Never knew what that meant. I do know what that means now. That explains a lot about why you're <laughs> the way you are. No, but it is amazing how quickly your house can turn into sh- Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm telling you what, like, there's, you a lot miss... of rea- there's a lot of reactor leaks in this house. No, but if you miss uh, a washing cycle or something like that, it just in minutes, there's just clothes everywhere. Yeah. Bins overflowing, kitchen estate. I can't relax in that, Ems. I don't know how you can. No, I don't. But I don't relax in that. That's not relaxing Squalor. to me. It's not relaxing to me either. But if... So when you go away, I can like really dial into that and just run a tight, <laughs> tight ship. You were back for half an hour and the, so the house was like, it was lovely. Oh my you. God, the picture you are painting no. is like, I'm sort of Garfield. Just, <laughs> just oh, mo- I, I wish you were. <laughs> just moping That's around, funny. throwing like cheeseburger wrappers everywhere. So you had Scout for like an hour and I got back from the school run. I was like, Jeez, she just it's just natural for you and that's fine. Yes. I'm starting to embrace it. It actually really irritates me about you. Oh. 
Like you're not open to like messy play, getting toys you don't, out. What do I not respect? You don't respect playtime, which is a problem given that you're married to a play expert. But I'm the king of play. But yeah, but you are the toy. Like you do all of the entertaining. Like you'll mm-hmm, do, mm-hmm. you'll be the thing that is like keeping the play going. Whereas like I want him to play with You're like a facilitator i want him to play with like materials and tactile and yes you know in, and when the play is finished yeah i tidy it up right you do tidy it up yeah but it's uh, like it's like you want it to just be like vanished within 30 seconds and that's also not how play works no. like kids they go on they do something else they come back and if you just sort of sweeping around after them it sort of limits their flow. Yeah, but look, this is what I've realised. I've realised that there's you're not going to change and I'm not going to change. No. So I'm just going to tidy up after you and I'm not going to whinge about it. Okay. I'm going to actually just be nice. I do tidy up after <laughs> myself, for God's sake. No, but you don't have to anymore because I'm going to do it. I'm not going to whinge about it. Well, I will not. I will because not. Because a marriage is all about <laughs> compromise. And it's like, if that's the one thing, that's pretty much the only thing that irritates me about you, I'm fine with that. I'll take that. Okay. I, I also will not live in a house where I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I can't get this out. Because I can't get this out because Ben's going to be fuming when he gets back. That's an awful way to Yeah, live. that's like some sort of 80s husband man yeah. that comes back from a hard day at the office and's like, oh, what's all this? So I double down and I get everything out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had a good week. I, I reconnected with Scout. I feel like he's really pushed through some barriers and come out the other side. I think it's actually you that's done that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Oh, you... great! Either way, either one's good. Yeah, you, you always say pushing through barriers is a really good thing. It's a good thing, and I'll knock them down, and you'll clean them up. <laughs> <laughs> I think with Scout's age that he's at, the life stage of the early years, I think there are certain things that you are almost like you're just sort of waiting to get through. You know? Yeah, you never you're want like, to wish it away. Because yeah. It's, it's difficult. But you like you sort of think, oh, I grow out of this. But then there's times when you've almost sat in that mentality for too long. Like you're almost just like, you know, they have this expression that I see a lot online called being in the trenches, where like you're being in the trenches because you're just sort of in this survival mode. And at to, the cold face. And to some extent that is true. But I think you can almost let that claim how you feel in your mind. So it's like you're going into each day with just an assumption that it's going to be rubbish, nothing joyful is going to happen, just got to get through it. And that is unsustainable. Unsustainable way to live your life. Yeah, for me or for us personally. So I feel like we got a little bit into that, Mm -hmm. just a bit like, oh, Scout ruins everything. (laughs) Like, you know, he's... And it's like, you have to be careful because you can almost like build up a, like a, uh, what's the word? Like a narrative. Yeah, narrative for a a whole person. A whole person can become this like way of seeing them. And I think you have to, yeah, you have to be really aware of that because it's not their story and they're just essentially a three-year-old. And anyway, I feel like, I really got myself out of that and as a consequence pulled you out of it 
as well. And I just like filled him with all the love, all the kindness, all the empathy, all the compassion. Like I really got on top of my patience and just closed down that whole story that was building up around him. And you, you shut the book, you yeah, did it to the charity shop. Yeah. Sod like, off, let no. someone else do that. Yeah, write a new one. It has worked, I have to say. Well, look, how, did, how was your week? It was you good. You had a lovely holiday. <laughs> it was not a holiday. I really wind you up by saying it's a holiday. Yeah, but it's a holiday for certain parts of your brain. It is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. For a long time, <clears throat> I like when you used to go on business trips, I was envious, but I don't think you could understand why. But it's because you get to shut off. No, oh, I do the, understand why. Yeah. The, the, that, that family side yeah. of your brain. I'll tell you what it is as well. It's like not having any, like when we went to Miami, <laughs> clang, um, it's like not having any responsibilities in your like days. Yeah, like macro things. Yeah, like, feeling like I haven't got to be here, I haven't got to pick them up, yeah. you know, I haven't got to worry about who's wearing what and got, you know, all of that just disappears. And I'm just there to focus on... One task. Yeah, and that's really, really nice. I had a great time. I am, as you said, I used to travel a lot. So when I ran my agency, I had an office in London and an office in New York. So I was sort of bouncing. Oh, clang. <laughs> oh, little miss success story. <laughs> I was bouncing around a lot, wasn't I? Yes. At one point, it definitely got too much. And I tried to never be the person that was like, oh, I've got to go to New York again, because that's just, I never wanted to be that person because I, you know. Also, we knew it would end as well. Yeah, and also I come from a time and a, ple- a time. I come from a time. Oh, not, I- not bloody heroin chic again, are you? <laughs> oh, I was born and forged when heroin chic was everywhere. I come from a time when, you know, I, I couldn't have ever imagined going Where'd to New York. Where'd you come from? <laughs> couldn't have ever imagined going to New York. So No, you're so right. I feel like I'm from that time as well. Yeah. And in first school, you know, out of the 30 kids, like one person once went to Florida. Like no one else went anywhere. Yeah. And we thought they were millionaires. Mm. Yeah, so I tried not to get like that, but it definitely got a bit much. And then I haven't had any travel, work travel, obviously, because of COVID and also leaving my job. And I've missed it, actually. Of course. I think it's an interesting time for balance because I feel like COVID, lots of people adjusted their lives and like stripped things away and slowed down and did all that. And now that we're in this phase of apparently the world going back to normal even though it still feels like it's in a spiral um it's like what is the new definition of balance and I think for me I have been feeling like I've been craving a bit more excitement I've actually been craving a bit more I've been craving a bit more not um if you don't come up with what you've been craving (laughs) it's cravings not speed, because that makes it sound like I want drugs, but just a bit more like vibrancy to yeah, life. It was. It was vi- so yeah. after all of that, you wanted to say vibrancy. <laughs> it's not even that. Um, so it came at a good time for me, and I really enjoyed it, and I'm going on another one next month. Okay. Well, I think there's something about... It's not that it's easier to do single parenting, because obviously it's not. Like, a lifetime of that would be extremely difficult, but... There is something to be said for when you don't have to share tasks and you're responsible for all of the things that need to get 
done. Everything kind of gets done in an orderly fashion. And I think the problem is when we're both here, there's a lot of assumptions about, oh, well, I won't have to do that because that person is going to do that. But then you don't know when they're going to do that. So I feel like things get missed. And it's also the same, like the division of labor with who's giving attention to the kids. Yeah, totally. Is someone playing with Scout or we haven't communicated and like no one is and he's a bit not happy. Yeah, doesn't he playing with all the time? No, he doesn't. But that's, I think that's kind of like when we struggle with weekends, I think that's, it just requires a conversation, some communication and some organization. That's a lot of shuns. No, you're right. And I think we're also quite a contemporary couple in that we try and do like 50-50 splits. The sort of con- one of the consequences of that is what you're saying. It's like who's actually doing what? Because yes. if you're if you're in a, a traditional relationship, which is well, basically just the woman does everything. Well, no, that's a bit of an assumption. What do you mean? No, a if traditional you're... relationship now. No, like a like an old, like an old model of gender. Traditionally, it's the woman that does everything to do with the house and the kids. Now, if yeah, we're not now, no, now we're evolving to more split roles and we're an example of that but one of the things that is difficult with that is a, like assignment of who's doing what sometimes yes. and if it's blurry as we all know anyone that knows anything about running any kind of organization or team or group of people you have to know what your role is yes and i'm not trying to run the family like a business <laughs> But that is just true. And if two people do not know what they're doing, they just float around and like, you know, no jobs get done or the same jobs try and get done by two people. That's and they, my bit and of they washing. over each other. <laughs> <laughs> and it becomes a big blurry. Bleh. Yeah, it's more, it's, it's not, I'm not really talking about housework. Yeah, I'm more talking about who yeah. is doing what yeah. with each of the kids. They've, mm. they've all got different social lives yeah. and needs. Yeah. And things like that. Something happened to you when I went away because I, I landed and I had a text from you and you said in capital letters, I've brought a planner. Yeah, I brought a planner. I'm planning my weeks now, just like you. I'm going to be just as successful as you. If you buy a planner, yeah. do, is the next thing that happens you get to do business trips? Ne- <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, I bought this planner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting things in it, but I'm not putting any business trips in it. I have to yeah. put like, Emma away on business. Have you written anything in it yet? Yes, this week. That's good. Yeah. You don't believe I've written in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Because as you know, as we've discussed before on the podcast, we have different feelings about planning. Yeah, but I'm getting better now. I'm more into, well, I'm certainly into like micro planning the in, like the individual days and weeks but i'm not there with sort of next month <laughs> i'm just not but yeah. i, will, I'm, I yeah. might be soon yeah well you gotta work your way up i can only fight what's in front of me that's nice that's good. i think honestly with that stuff you, ma- you you know how like i'm just gonna clean up after you now and i'm not <laughs> no like if if the kitchen's i'm just gonna do it and like a bit like how you were with scout just like yeah. love empathy yeah. yeah all of that you are going to have to do that with me and planning because I, I ben, think Ben, I've is... been doing that for over a decade. <laughs> no, but you've got to meet it with more more love and empathy. Well, I do. I just, I just, well, I just do it. Yeah. I just, I just get on with it. Because it might I not... Try, I try and embrace, I try and think, 
well what's the what's the positive side to this like you with the house it's like the positive side is you can have it how you want it yeah and the, with the planning and stuff it's like well fine i'll just choose all the holidays where i, I want to go that sounds great also <laughs> if you like doing that stuff then awesome i do it does come to a point where you you need to get involved and i think that's where sometimes the challenge has been how capable is someone of like how much change mm. can you do to your personality when you're at 40? So much of you, like your clay is really toughening yeah, up. Yeah, it's a good it? question. It's a good question. I think you can, I mean, you, I feel like you are always. I'm a changeling. You're, well, you're resistant to it, but then you reflect and you think and you really do uh, yeah, it, push forward. Like it's really impressive, I think. I'm good at implementing change, but it's yeah. only when it's on my terms. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that's like I'm definitely not But isn't that when it should that when that's when I you think when change? you badger me, I think I'm <laughs> I'm angry at the beginning, but then like I go away into a little little cave and sort of let it yeah. percolate. Yeah. And I think mm, there were some good points in there yeah when i sort of badger you (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's always coming from a place of wanting to develop together as a couple i think i'm just very actually badgering is important (laughs) no but i'm serious because badgering is just communication yeah i mean i can't even say it's like badgering badgering it no one's ever said this word this many times badgering me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> badgering maybe isn't like the nicest experience because i think that like communicates nagging i think when i try have my little chats with you I'm <laughs> yeah dressed up as Emma's, a badger Emma's chats. i think i'm just very aware and partly it's probably because like my parents split up when I was 19, something like that. So I think I'm Hair always like, cheek. I think I'm always aware. Like you got to move things on. You got to, de- you know, you got to grow, you got to develop together. Yeah, I feel really aware of that stuff as well. Divorced parents, I feel, it's just communication. Yeah. I'm, I'm really into, okay, maybe some tension and some badgering, but actually, well, it's like what you said, repairing. Yeah, tear and repair. Yeah, but you repair stronger. And also, hopefully, you don't have to tread over that ground again because it's been sorted out. And I think with the change thing, like if you were genuinely distressed that you felt I was causing mayhem in the house, then I would sort it out. I think you should... It's not about... It's not necessarily that your behavior is the thing that is the problem. It's more how it makes the other person feel. It's not necessarily like I think that I am doing something really bad because I like to get all the toys out and allow the kids to like do messy play and stuff. Like inherently, that's a good thing. And it's coming from a good place. But if it's making you feel really like anxious because you know, you can't get control of it, then I should understand how it makes you feel and do something about it for that reason. Yeah, you should want to help each other In my heart and in myself, I still don't feel like I'm quote unquote wrong, but it's more like, okay, I recognise this thing that I do makes this person feel like that. You're lucky because I'm quite, I think I've always been like this, I'm quite receptive to feedback yeah because i understand that that is the only way that you grow whereas some people hate to be told 
yeah anything you know like in a job if you have like if well you've done it you've done like yeah. reviews and things haven't you but the, yeah but feedback if it's good and it's from a good place it's a gift yeah it really is but and i like to think I, i'm not just going around going meh, meh. <laughs> it's always from a place of like i want us to be straight it's normally from a place of wanting us to meet us to enjoy life more that's like you know my whole thing is like how do you constantly tweak and you know come up with ideas and you make observations and how do you use those hey look to I, make life more fun i f- i fully believe that as soon as the communication stops in a marriage that it's if you haven't got communication you yeah. are in such trouble it's the key to everything you're in real trouble yeah. because if that breaks down and you can't overcome uh, like hurdles and yeah. things and come out stronger what have you what have you got yeah and sometimes you know you can drift and it's like oh we haven't connected in i don't know a week or whatever yeah. you it, but it, i'm only t- it's only like moments yeah it's just like it can be such simple stuff that yeah. it's like a little soft reset yeah and it can happen so quickly because it can be a badgering like <laughs> Oh, give me a good because old Because I think the thing is, you can stew on stuff. Yeah. And we're not mind readers. Yes. We, yeah. Like, something's upset and, you, but you have, you know, yeah. you're not mind reading. No, you don't know what it Normally, be. when I give you a badgering, <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've been stewing on something and it's like yeah. building up and I'm like, I've got to say something because it's going to, it's going to convert into... Resentment. Yeah. Yeah, when actually it started off as just like, can we do this thing or change this thing? Or my God, this is a you... <laughs> healthy. No, can we... you support me with this? This marriage is healthy, is it? It's like green vegetables. Badger. So I'm excited for your planner because we. I I think I've been trying to get into this routine of us doing a Sunday, you know, week ahead meeting. Yes, and sometimes I feel like you resist that i think not anymore baby not anymore and we had one yesterday and it was great wasn't it it was lovely i was pumped yeah can i just say that my planner when i ordered it i thought it was going to be a little bit bigger yeah it's really and funny. i feel emasculated also because yours is massive <laughs> and mine's tiny also why does it look like it's for a teenage boy what does that matter look <laughs> look everyone i'm gonna be transparent it's a stranger things planner but i like those little, knowing that really makes yeah. me smile. Well, it doesn't matter what it is. Well, you just said it was for a teenage boy. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter as long as you turn up where you're meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it looks like. So it's one of these ones that you put on the desk and you mm. tear off after the week has gone. Mm. You know, you were talking about your experience of being able to sort of control the household more when I'm not here. Mm-hmm. I actually stumbled across some research there was an article where someone had been studying separated parents mm-hmm. that were co-parenting in a very healthy way. So let me be careful with what I'm saying here. Separation, divorce, being a single parent, very stressful, very lonely, lots of pressure. This was specifically around couples that had separated. They were like amicable. So it wasn't toxic. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't aggressive it wasn't they were you know sort of balanced 
friends, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they it. weren't making each other happy. Yeah, so. and they were saying that essentially these parents... Smashing it. Yeah, for certain age kids, this actually makes a lot of sense in terms of being less stressed because they were doing 50-50 parenting. So essentially each parent had time to recover, had time to have a rest, had time to have a break from responsibilities. And this article was saying... Perhaps if you're in a co-parenting relationship, there are lessons to be learned from couples who are separated and Mm. co-parenting for how they are able to each recover. Do you mean co-parenting from different homes? Yeah. Ah, okay. Sorry, I thought you meant just continuing to live in the family house. No, separate homes. But in a loveless relationship. No, separate homes. Okay, interesting. Yeah, well... I mean, it makes sense because I think with anything in life whatever it is you need a break doesn't matter what it is you need a break from everything that is lovely if that can happen that's the hardest part about parenting is so many people don't get any recovery time i mean that is the most sort of idyllic separate i mean how common is that yeah i don't know most divorces are fat fires yeah i'm not sure but i thought it was interesting because if you are at a particular like going through a time with a child related to their developmental stage this is what it was saying it was like maybe you should actually behave you know like you're sort of no one wants to do this you know passing the baton (laughs) but if you're in a particularly tricky stage it makes sense to allow one another to recover rather than both just being yeah completely burnt out how would that work living in the same home you just be upstairs asleep <laughs> well i suppose it would be division of responsibility wouldn't it and, and i think it would work in many different ways like for example let's give it a whirl one, i'm one... gonna go and check into a hotel <laughs> one one example might be that you literally have weekends on and weekends off so mm, you each mm. get a weekend to yourself every other weekend that might be one example well, yeah but that would and then obviously you have weekends together yeah, maybe you do one off. Right, guys, we're going to give it a whirl. We're going to let you know how it goes. Are we? No, I don't. I no. don't think so. I don't think that we. You need, would hate it. No, I don't think we need that right now. But I thought, yeah, it's it's food for thought. Well, look, what you're saying is sometimes you can have that in an organic way, which we've just had because you've had to go away for yeah. business. Yeah. And you know we've sort of done that, and mm. then next month you're going to have to go away for business again, and it will happen again. Although that's only the one time <laughs> <laughs> we need. God damn it! The, 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 I need to get some business. Well, the children are all at school now, so you have recovery time in the day. The children. The children. Yeah, they're all off doing their own little thing. They're all in the system. Our daughter Indy is fun at the moment, isn't she? Yeah, she's a gift. She's a gift. She's just a, not not a gift. I mean, she is a gift, but she's a meme. She's a walking gift. She's just going around. She's TikToking. She's yeah, no, but she's TikToking without being on TikTok. She's just yeah, she's not even on it. She's, she's just, just exploding into like dance. Yeah, and saying slay queen slay. I've I've actually got some clips. I'm just gonna play them. This is what it's like hanging out with her. Slay queen slay. <laughs> Hi, Bestie. Slay Queen Slay. Hey, sisters. So, Indy, why do you enjoy talking in that way? 
because because it's just the trend <laughs> and everyone does it it's a little bit like being in an ongoing episode of rupaul's drag race yes yeah i pick her up from school <laughs> and she's like see you besties Hi, yeah, it's relentless um i'm all for it I like having silly... Yeah, it's funny how you're all for it, because back in the day, when I used to play with Phoenix, I always used to do, I don't know, like loads of American accents when I used to play with him. I always play in American and accents. And you really hated it. Did I? You, would, you didn't like the Americanisms. And now, oh, when you're doing like dull play, it's like being in an episode of Beverly Hills 90210. I think it's easier to get into that sort of play if you do a silly accent. You're absolutely right, it is. It's not just about liking American things, it's it's detaching yeah. yourself like from uh, what And you're I suppose American comes out because you're used to it from TV and film and I don't yeah. know, you can sort of play those characters. Speaking of characters... Whilst you've been away, me and Scout have been watching quite a lot of Paw Patrol. He's quite into Paw Patrol. You used to be quite against him being into Paw Patrol. I was reflecting on the fact that when I was younger and I was watching Transformers, there were themes in that show and like arcs, story arcs, and I had to deal with the death of Optimus Prime at a very young age, which was really difficult. And I was sat there watching Mayor Humdinger and Ryder, and I thought, wow, imagine if Mayor Humdinger just killed Ryder in this episode, and Ryder never came back, because that's what I had to deal with <laughs> when I was younger. Or is it not comparable, because pre- like it's, pre- it's a preschool show? It's a preschool show. Uh, I wouldn't put it past Mayor Humdinger, though, because he is one creepy guy. He is, but every episode just has resolution and there's no story arc everything's self-contained why is he the mayor but constantly trying to trash the town when he's the mayor of it i honestly don't understand it and why is that woman got a chicken chicken litter why is that just that chicken going around what is the equivalent of transformers now for a sort of seven eight year old pokemon i think what yeah pokemon yeah it's still really popular well you do have to catch them all you really do no one's um, written to us to ask us anything. Well, the f- I'm looking at the fax machine, <laughs> and it's absolutely dead. Although a lot of your lot do send me nice messages on Instagram. Why do you say my lot? Your fans. Okay. Your well, base. Well, they're your fans now. Yeah. I think I've lucked out on Instagram. I've been thinking quite a lot about social media recently. You really love your followers. I do. Right. They're really smart and cool and nice and it's, yeah, I think you can get sucked into this trap on Instagram of, try, of you know, getting frustrated when your account isn't growing and it's hard not to, it's hard not to, to do that. And recently I've been thinking, I probably wouldn't really like it if I had a massive account because I think when you get loads of followers, that's when you do get like not very nice people come through. I think the important thing with Instagram is about quality of engagement, yeah. not numbers. Yeah. I've been on there for quite a while now and I don't, I haven't really... You stagnated. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had anything sort of go like semi-viral for ages because I don't, re- I haven't really made that sort of shareable content. So, oh, those days are gone. So I think 
you can get frustrated when you sort of think, what am I doing here? But then I just got reminded recently that I was like, I'm actually probably in such a sweet spot that if it did get a lot bigger, I'd probably think, oh, it was really nice when I was like at that size. And, you know, I sort of know everyone that sort of comments and, you know, sort of DMs me and stuff. I sort of recognise them. I think what you're talking about is a community. Yeah, it does feel like that for me anyway. Hopefully it does feel like that for them. Mine does not feel like that. Well, you only do one post a year. Yeah, I think it's because it's like a faceless account. You do one post a year and you follow two people. Because I was just so fed up I with love Instagram, that, I thought I'd just follow Phoenix and Emma. That's all you need. So I guess I'm not going on there to consume. No, but I think actually that is... In fact, I, I rarely go I on. have made more of that distinction and it's been helpful. Like I want to be more of a creator than a consumer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I enjoy that and I feel like I've got something to say and I like putting things out there. Whereas consuming, I feel like I just get, I don't really know what I'm looking for. Oh, the algorithm will take care of you there, honey. Which just shows me sharks. Oh, Christ. Which is, like well, what I'm, which is what I'm scared of. If I don't go on that discovery phase, that page, because all it shows me is sharks. God, the algorithm knows you so well. Well, you obviously once watched a shark vid all the way to the end. Crap my pants. And the, and the algorithm's <laughs> like, whoa, love sharks. Yeah, it's all it shows me, sharks. Okay, Ben, well, I think that might be the end of the show. Now, we did say we were going to set everyone little live playfully challenges, Ooh. and we set them the giving compliments to strangers. Okay, the challenge this week is to take something that you do regularly, for example, a run, for example, a bath, for example, some kind of exercise workout, and add silliness to it. So, for an example, next time I go for a run, I could do, like, high knees. Yeah, I'll put your arms out like an aeroplane and go, wee! Okay, I'll give it a little bit like how Phoebe runs in that episode. We'll call it silly hacking. Okay, and what is the benefit of that? Endorphins, feel good, reconnect with your inner child, hack your everyday routines with silliness. Okay, I'll give it a whirl, Ems. Okay, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week with another show and it's going to be us, isn't it? It's going to be us next week and just think of all the things that we'll have done because we'll have your planner. Yes. When we're so organised and clean and tidy. Yeah, maybe we, we'll get some segments, more of a structured show next week instead of a sort of a rudderless badgering. <laughs> just been one big badgering. Well, that's something for you to write on your notepad. Okay. Have a good week, everyone. Stay playful. Bye.